Oh, wait. Aren't we supposed... Yeah, we're supposed to... Oh, hi, everybody! I know we're supposed to give some sort of warning at this point. Um, yeah, um... Adult language, mature situations, um... Baudelaire novels, uh... Par usual. Some other stuff, um, uh, really creepy... Is he creepy? I don't think he's creepy, I just think he's misunderstood. Oh, the main character? I, mean, this thing is, I think he's misunderstood. I think he's confused and easily influenced. Yeah, so a confused, easily influenced uh, underwear thief. That's smart. Yeah, and and we have a psychotic outsider girl who's probably going to end up in prison. Well, we know where she ends up. If you, but anyway. Or a politician. No. Nah. No, I'm sure. She doesn't like the man. She wouldn't follow the man. She'd be the one who lights the place on fire. Or in the old days, she'd be the one who bring the gun to shoot someone else. Okay, if she ever reformed, she would be a politician. Yes, if she was reformed, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, so um, listener discretion is advised and um, mumbly jumbly dance magic dance. Yaffy, yaffy, yaffy? No, no, no. It's, uh, no, we, it's uh, what type of magic spell to do. Oh. Episode 193, The Good and Evil of the Human Mind. Hello and welcome to another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Yes, we have been here for quite some time. It's 193 fucking episodes. <laughs> Since May of 2008, I am your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? And this is Mason, who's back again. So yeah. None of that fancy stuff that Zan does, because I'm just too cool. Hey, yes, and she's and uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. We are from www.sparkin.com, some podcasts and banging reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, where we have such things as our main, this main podcast, our manga review, we have our movie review, we have our game review, we have our con review, and we have the new anime review. But this is the original. This is where it all started here at Manga Downtown Review. And hopefully we actually get to 200 this year. We didn't do it last year. We'll do it this year. Oh, really? We didn't do it. We were so close and we didn't do it just because stuff. Because mm-hmm. life is evil. But anyway, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spiker.com. You can email us at spiker.gmail.com. I am at zanspiker.com. You're Mason at spiker.com. We're on Twitter. We're on the Facebook 
We're on the Instagram. We're on Twitch. And we may have a YouTube, some YouTube videos for a new web series we're going to be doing where you could see us battling it out while wearing masks. Yes, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Just we get pieces of ribbon to make the masks. Like do like because it's essentially we're going to be like Calvin Ball where the masks are important. So you have to have that little strip of mask, you know, a little like that instead of wearing like a Zorro mask, just a strip of mask is what. Not stripper. Uh, a stripper. A strip of ribbon mask. <laughs> what? No. No. You've been watching too much hentai comedy. No, no, no. That's if we were wearing panties on our heads or underwear on our heads. Well, we, some panties are like a strip of ribbon. Some are just like a piece of string. They would do nothing. That's right. I mean, it wouldn't do anything for him either. Mm. Like just thin. No, he yeah. remember the one in the one manga he does, and he freaks out. He's like, "Oh God, no!" But in the but in the movie, he I finally showed Mason some of the hentai comic movie, and she. What do you think? I thought it was awesome. We have to review this. Yes, we do. Definitely. We have definitely. to review it. And reading the sequel series was kind of depressing and sad. Yeah. No, it's cool because the sequel series talks about hentai comedy and how after Aiko leaves, he finds another girl who her underwear gives him just the amount of strength, even though he's dating the one psychotic girl who's the mob chick, who ends up becoming his wife in the future in the last episode of the original series where you see him in the future. Uh... Where he has little baby hentai common. Oh, it hurts my head. Who he carries around ah! with a pooch in his... No! In his. Ah! Ah! But that was awesome. The bad guy show up and is like, what? No! It's ah! raining. <laughs> it's raining. And it's like... So the golden power attack is what we think it is, right? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. no, he has he sometimes a golden showers attack. And then they do the ups and downs. And the baby went up, down, up, down, down, that in the face. Oh, hentai common. Such so, an awesome character. I would cosplay as him if I had that body. So that's in our up-and-coming section. Eventually we'll review that. The hentai comment is on the list. Oh yeah, totally. And speaking of which, other things besides that. Um, someone sent us an email a bit ago about our theme month, saying that they were not sufficient or good enough for our movie theme month ideas for the ones to vote for. They didn't like them. No. Huh? Now, have you seen our list that we've, I've updated? Not the updated list. Okay, so I've updated the list to have some more stuff. Now, check out some of the, the titles we have for the new list. Okay. Obviously, we got to change the name for this one, but I like this concept. It's a month where we watch the same movie for an entire month, but we record it. We review it four different ways. Once sober, once drunk, once half asleep, and one doing it Mystery Science Theater 3000 style. You know, I think that's too many ways. So then we get rid of half asleep. Okay. So once sober, once drunk, and once mystery science theater style. I, I think you just need one and one. Mm, well, then we make the option we roll it beforehand how we're going to review it. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. Or if you could take one movie from movies previously reviewed, and then we would pick that, and then we would review it drunk. So you could compare and contrast how from the review before with the current review. True, we could do that. The only problem is with what about the ones we've done drunk? Well, I don't know anything about those. So there. All right. Well, what about the month of slurring, sweating, and Stallone? Oh my God, I hate Sylvester. <laughs> I think that's a good, a good mix of stuff. We got some good stuff on here. Okay. All right. Let's what about what the month have? of ultra violence, ultra action, and? Ultra animation straight from Japan. Not for kids. Oh, okay, gotcha. You remember that commercial? 
not for kids. Violent, straight from Japan. <laughs> oh, back in the day when you had to find anime and manga, you had to watch the TV on at three in the morning, and they'd say, "Buy this set, straight from Japan." You get one DV, one movie in a, one VHS copy at a time, and it's subtitled. No, it's not subtitled. Never subtitled. It was always the English British dub, yep. which was terrible, and they. They 18-plussed it always, but hmm. we got some good movies in that, I think. What do we got? We got Lily Cat, They Were Eleven, Vampire Hunter D, Lens. Vampire Hunter D is classic. Jinro, Wings of Oniamis, Gigantor, Rojin Z, Wicked City, and Jinro. Demon City Sinjuku. So the next one. We need a better name for that. Month of television adaptations. Hmm. We got some good movies, though. I oh. mean, you got 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Which sucked. I'm crying. The A Team, which I actually liked. A lot of people hate that, but I like that movie. Then, da 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 da. Oh, okay. I liked Bewitched. You like the Bewitched movie? No, I like the TV series. We're not watching the TV; just watching the, the movie. I, I haven't watched. I, I've been afraid it's, to watch the movie. The one, the best part is actually Steve Carell playing Uncle Arthur. Hmm. Okay. Dark Shadows was so bad. Was it? it was so bad. I've heard. Dragnet was good. Dragnet's a classic. Yeah, Dragnet's it. Dukes of Hazard was terrible. Police Squad is a good movie. I like I like Naked Gun one. I like it. And the Flintstones, I like it. Even though it has Halle Berry, I like it. Uh, let's see what else. Alright, what else we got? But let's go next. The month of romantic comedies geared towards men. No movies, because it's not just comedies. Mostly comedies though. Romantic. I didn't even know if I said that. I said comedies. Okay. So these are geared towards men? These are more romantical towards the men side of things. Okay. About Time, Notting Hill, Four Weddings and a Funeral, About Last Night, You've Got Mail, Date Night, Casablanca? Casablanca is a guy, is, is a romantic movie everyone can love. Don Juan DeMarco and The Ugly Truth. Ugly Truth, that was lobbied to me by Baz. He said, we had to put the ugly truth. It's a good movie. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a bad movie. What about um, Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind? That's under, uh, we have it under a, different, under a different title. Okay. Because it's technically temporal manipulation and stuff. Right, right. Okay. Okay, next one. Oh, the Mother Family Fantasy and Fantasy Pixie Dust. Oh, this one would be easy. Oh, what if we, we record... Um, the girls. I thought about having young the young ones on there, but then I then I've heard some kid podcasts. They never end well. Well, you know what we could do? We could just interview them a little bit about it. Like we'll put it on, mm-hmm. have them watch, and then we interview. We'll kind of ask them what their favorite part is of the movie. I like and it. like just cut that part in. Not necessarily a full scale kid interview. Well, you guys, let us know what you think. If you think that's a good idea or not, Spirekin at gmail.com or at Spirekin. I love that Twitter. I gotta start using Twitter again because it's, apparently I'm super behind on it. Um, I think we should change some of these. I really do. I think we should put the Jungle Book into there. You know, the Jungle Book is one of those things I think you learn to love as an adult. Also, uh, Robin Hood is the same way. But I loved Robin Hood as a kid. No, I, love I loved Robin, Robin Hood as a kid. Apparently, a lot of girls liked so that that was their female crush for cartoon characters. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> they liked Robin Hood because he was just very... Uh. I don't know. There's a lot of these I would have, like, the the one with the, the the snow princess, I would love to put on here. I love Enchanted. I love the movie Enchanted. I watched that with, mm, with my In Elle Enchanted, I may have to take out because it's not Disney. It's Touchstone. 
It is? I love L.A. Enchanted. It's though. not. It's it's, yeah, but it's not the Disney. But these are all... Why do they have to be Disney? True. That is a good point. We're not... Sorry, sorry, Mouse Man. I'm going to have to edit this part out before we talk about Disney because they're not... They don't like us very much. All right, what about Disney this? Doesn't? Yeah, they gave us a CDL, remember? The cease and desist. They did? They're the ones that give us a cease and desist. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Disney's kind of... But anyway, Aww. so what about this one? Uh, but that one, that's a good list, I think. I think that's a well-representation list. You disagree? And fancy footwork. Yes, I like it. Fancy footwork. I think this. I think it's a great. Even though I hate forgetting Sarah Marshall, the rest are good. I think. Um. Because except that, for the horse whisperer, I'm not sure if that one really fits. It's kind of one of those lovey dovey. He's a man, and you know you gotta love him. And, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, He's a man, and I'm a woman. This one, there's so many more, and I just did not put a lot of them. Uh, So, since this is a manga review, let us talk about mangas. And specifically, well, we have two mangas we spun on the wheel of manga, and mine, as with one... (laughs) Well, yours was eons ago. Mine was a couple weeks ago, when I was with Drew, uh, when we we spun that, the dying wheel of manga. I gotta get a new one. Really? It's done. I found a good one. I really did. I found a real good one. Because the good, good one is done, but this is, this is our Mark II. Mark one got destroyed. Mark two got fucked up. Mark three, which is actually the one, I meant the wood one, that one's already acting up. I saw one without the clicker, though. It's a, it's a roulette wheel, oh, but there's no that. clicker. Okay. But do we get it without the clicker? I mean, what do you guys think? Should we have a wheel of manga with no clicker? <laughs> you think they care? I don't know, dude. You guys like it when we go... I like the noise. Yeah, the noise the is noise reassuring. Is nice. It's <laughs> it's you know we spun it when you hear that noise. Yes, you know we're real. Real. You're a real boy. <laughs> but anyway, we should get on with it. Get on with it. So you're in the last episode or your last To be continued in part two of our great adventure entitled Episode Two <laughs> No Episode uh Blark. Episode one ninety three B. Okay, you're supposed to be a supervillain. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Mobius with my Robo Scorpions with their lasers and pincers. Catch me now, Robotnik. Yeah. Anyway, seriously though, so we had a small little delay. We've had lots of books to talk about, lots of things, and you had a very interesting manga. It was a manga called The Flowers of Evil. Yep, made by Shuzuo Oshimi. Who pretty much works for Kodansha and made Poolside, Sweet Poolside, Drifting Net Cafe, and then this one and their newest manga, his newest manga is called Shino Can't Say Her Own Name. Oh, is this the only manga that he does that is based off a, a kind of philosophy? Is I think that's his shtick. Really? Okay. I think that's his shtick. It's usually his narrative style consists of stories presenting quirky, clumsy, and or queer main characters. Usually a couple formed a boy and a girl and how the relationship unfolds as a narrative. So it seems like it's, it's his shtick. Okay. Well. But this one so far, I mean, there's a, a live act, there is a TV series, there's rumors that they're going to make a live action movie. And it is a psychological thriller drama, I don't even know what that word is. What are you thinking? Bill Drung, okay, Bill Strongman. Bill Strongman, or a novel of formation and novel of education, or as we would know it as a coming of age story. Oh, my German 
Yes. Why would they would be laughing? But why would they use? Well, whoever did this, I want to smack them. I want to smack them in the face while they said that. It's a coming of age. It's not a Bildrus. You're just mad because you don't know any German. I know some German. I got that weird stupid app which teaches you language. I, I passed the first three pages so I could say hello, goodbye, and fuck you. Fuck you. Hmm. <laughs> so this was produced, like we said, by Condensia. But over here are lovely friends at Vertical, Vertical. Inc. Inc. released it. Back, it's come out since 2009 to 2014. There are 11 volumes. And unfortunately, the final volume was released over here in the United States. But in the original manga... The original Tankoban, the last part of the book, yeah. is in red ink. Really? Ed was unable to get the red ink, the rights to do it in red ink. Because oh. it's the best part about it. The whole thing is in red ink, and it looks amazing because it is so fucked up. Oh, it's a new kind of spin on it. Because where it's at, you it's kind of understandable. See, so you've read the whole thing. Right? Uh, yes. So, I haven't. I've only read... Volume 1 through 4, because Zon is my source of manga. <laughs> yes. But there's so much stuff in this series. and um, So do you approve of this? you like this series? How much do you like it? I'm going to go with what everybody says about this book. This is a... And I'm not even going to use my sarcastic. It's a happy series. This is a series that makes you want to get a razor. It totally does. This series makes you want to get a razor to cut your wrists. It is depressing. It is sad. It is angering. You think it's, it's so depressing it makes you want to cut your wrist? I don't think it's when that it, depressing. When it gets further on, yeah. Okay. Well, volumes one through four, I'm not at the wrist-cutting point. It's starting to get there, I mean, because... But what is... For, for those who've never seen the anime or heard the seen the manga, what's it about? Okay, so, middle school boy... He's kind of bookish, very academic, and he le- he reads books for their own sake a lot of the time. And he happens to come across Baudelaire's Flowers of Evil, or Les Fleurs du Mal. It's a philosophy book, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with it in some way or another. And if you're not, it is a very dry read, but it's a very good read. It's worth it. I don't really know... A whole lot about it myself, but he's one of the French philosophers. It is a poetry book, essentially, but the poetry is very... Provocative? Yeah. Or politically provocative? Yeah. Uh, Anyways. It's very modernist, and it's symbolic, and it's a lot of... It's decadent, but the thing I would say about it is it's got a lot of... Well, you gotta read it. Okay, decadence and eroticism. (laughs) Yeah. So this becomes an interweaving theme throughout the book. This young boy, Takeo Kasuga, he has a crush on the most popular girl in his class, Saiki. She's a good girl with class president or student uh, council, I think. I think she's a student class president, like the one who tells everyone, get up, bow. Right. So he has a big crush on her. And in the meantime, he tra- attracts the attention of Sawa. What's her first? Oh, Sawa Nakamura. Okay. Yes. Who is who is the the class's black sheep? She is very uh, doesn't talk to anybody. She's isolated and strange. And and it's not that she's unattractive, because she is attractive and she's also very intelligent. It, she's just crazy. Well, we don't. Well, the kids don't know that. They just know she's mean. Well, she's mean, but she show. I think she shows herself to be intelligent. Oh yeah, when Takeo finds out what her deal is, he sees the truth and becomes interested. But he- so what? What ensues? 
uh, Nakamura kind of pursues him, sees that he has this crush on Zeiki, and kind of blackmails him into stealing her gym clothes well, and underwear. Isn't it that first he does steal it? He steals it the first time. Oh yeah, he does steal it the first. He he steals her gym clothes the first time. And then she catches him, blackmails him into doing some fucked up things. Like wearing her gym clothes underneath his clothes while he goes on a date with Seiki. And then it gets further on. Like at one point, she Seiki finds the truth and she's still like, I don't care, you're, you're a fucking pervert, I still like you. Because she actually likes him. Yeah, she actually does like him. It's very strange, though. I mean, you find out, in the first four volumes, at least, from what I know, you find that uh, Nakamura's situation is unremarkable. Her parents seem normal. She's just she's just mean-spirited, and she just enjoys playing these mind games. You almost... You start questioning, is she a demon? Is she, you know, is she this? Is she that? You... Because you, the way they spin her, you're not even sure if she's human. She's just a very sadistic person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what her goal is. If it's just to challenge the norm that she's just so bored that she doesn't believe in every, anything. and she, I mean, it's definitely thought-provoking. It definitely keeps you guessing. As far as entertainment, I don't know. I mean, it's, I agree with Zan. I don't think it's a feel-good series, but it's definitely interesting. So I think it's I think it's definitely worth a read. The best way I'd say to describe this is this is a train wreck. This is you see where it's going. You know this is not going to end well because there is no way this is going to end well. It gets worse and worse and worse, and it's not going to end well. And as you see, this is going to happen. You cannot look away. No, it's, you're right. It's you, exactly you like cannot that. look away at this. You're like, oh, is One this going to get any worse? One of those things that is so horrible that you just. You can't look away. You have to keep going. And at one point, it gets so bad. It's like, like in the first four volumes, there's one point when she, he literally could go to jail for this, and he incriminates himself in such a big way, and you're like, oh, fuck, why would you do that? When yeah. I think it's the end of volume four when he's writing on the... When he, oh, when he was writing on the wall? Yeah, where he confesses on the, was it the no, end? No, I think it's at the end of volume three. He confesses. Yeah, but then for, well, I forgot. Someone erases it, right? Yeah, uh, Nakamura erases it. Yeah, that's right. She erases because she wants to protect him because she still likes him. Well, because she probably wants to keep it up. She wants to keep torturing him and peeling away his skin, quote unquote. Because she's crazy. Well, that's actually kind of a fascinating question. I don't think you can definitely. Make a judgment on any of these characters in volumes one through four. Not a concrete one, because you're still guessing at everything. I mean, the only person who's even his love interest, she is a multifaceted character. Mm-hmm. All the characters are multifaceted. There are parts of them you don't know. Like, you think, oh, she's good, good. No, she has that kind of dark side. And that's what she's intrigued with, with Takeo. It's like, oh, he's dark. He's kind of broody. I like that. Oh, he's messed up. And even Nakamura has a kind of innocence and a sweetness about her in different parts. And then Seiki kind of presents herself to be kind of a doormat. When he turns, he turns. He gets really, like, badass. What do you think about the art style? (laughs) It sounds sort of like, I can't talk about this anymore. Well, I could, but I don't want to get into... it's, it's, It's... 
I like the art style. It's very psychedelic at times. You think it's psychedelic? I think it's... Well, I guess so. It's, it's, it's not psychedelic. It. It, is, it, is a, it is slightly realistic, as most Senate series are. But there are points when you see things going really wrong where you're like, wait a minute, this does not look right. Especially later on in the series when you're seeing from actually Nakamura's point of view, mm-hmm. the way the world looks, something is wrong. Something is wrong with her. She's either psychologically disturbed or she has a... Well, the drawings of the actual flowers in here, the handwriting and the writing on the wall, that's pretty fucked up. Like the dream sequence. Oh, yeah. With flowers with these eyeballs, or they could be eyeballs. Yeah, they're from the, from the cover of the book. Oh, yeah, he's walking over them, sound effects, crunch, crunch. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, if you compare this to the, the animated series, the animated series is all rotoscoped. Looks completely different than the manga, and it just it adds to this detachment to it. It's almost like you're looking through his eyes, except you're looking at a fish tank. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you, you talked of uh, the detachment of it. If you look at all the panels, if you just flip through, it's really it's like you're looking at them through a glass tank. There's, you feel like you can't touch anything in here, but it's all still very realistic. Yeah, It's a good series, don't get me wrong. It's an amazingly good series. But this is not a series to take lightly. No. It's no. not at all. Not at all. Oh, there is that one blurb that I read that um, he based that Nakamura's character uh, on this one ex-girlfriend of his, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? The only issue, well, one issue I have with the series, and that's this is a this is a Ed issue. It's an issue with Vertical Ink, is that the first three volumes have a great designed cover. They look the same, which is good. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, from volume four on, it's just whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't match it at all. And then from there, it goes into this point. Look at the look at the cover for five and six. Five and six, and then there's eight. Whoa. And then by ten. Ten, look at that. <laughs> what the fuck? Hmm. I mean, ten is a beautiful cover. It is so dark and twisted. And then volume eleven, well, like I said, it is... Oh, it's very thought-provoking, to be sure. It's a lot of questions of where the bounds humans take and how far it goes. And when is too far, too far. That is about the series, I think. That's my feeling, so. In a nutshell, so. So, so so the design's not bad. The story, you like. I think Ed did a good job translating it. I think Ed did translate it. Did he? Probably. Let us see. Um, In the back it will be, because that's how Vertical does it. Woohoo, look, I found panties with strawberries. (laughs) Of course. Nope, it just says translated by Vertical Ink does not give the who translated it specifically. But I'm assuming Ed did. Oh, no, never mind. It says Paul Starr. Paul Starr did it. Paul's good. <laughs> but it's not, it's, it's, you know. So, ratings? So what is your rating for this story? If you didn't like, do you think it's crazy? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, I mean, it does need to be purified, but <laughs> it's not that rating. Mm-hmm. I guess... 
I would have to say it's really, 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 really fucking cool and... All the other stuff. Yeah. Really? Zomagustarar. Really? Because it's very dark. I'm You're surprised that I'm giving it this rating. Eh, well, I mean, I understand why. It's Because it is, It's like I said, it's a train wreck. It's a terrible, horrible train wreck. And you, these people are all unforgivable. Right, but it... I think it's too... It, it's it's set apart enough from other manga to be overlooked. I think it's too unique. I mean, writer uses similar style apparently in all his manga, but it's different enough. And like even the even if the tiniest bit philosophical and academic enough that you should consider reading it because as far as philosophy goes, it's kind of a light read, but it's dark. It's involved. The characters are very three-dimensional. They have all sorts of different sides. Some of it, I mean, I found a little bit flat and boring, but I just think it's worth picking up. Yeah. I'm... So it's uh, it's somewhere between, like, Zoma Gustar and Borrow from a Friend, so, depending on your level of interest. But, but you bumped it up. I see it. Um, the series is very enjoyable. It's very dark. It's one of those ones where you just want to read it to, if you're in a mood, but it's going it, to... It's one of those rites of passage you may want to go to. It's a coming-of-age story in the worst possible way. But, when, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to the book which I'm going to read, which is all existential about robots. <laughs> oh, wait, I have to spin the wheel. Oh, yes, we don't have the wheel. Well, um, anyway, so this is the end of part one of our great story of... A great of, uh, evil. of evil and dark of of good the good and evil of I forgot the rest of it. So anyway, we'll talk to you guys later.
Here's what happened, okay? So, on a funny, funny note, I know you're laughing about this, but you just gotta hear this. It's really crazy because it's just this really crazy thing that happened. All I right. feel like Kathy Lee. Yes, I know. When I listen to us after we recorded, and sometimes I hear myself, I hear how much I laugh, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm Kathy Lee. Well, remember we were gonna do the breakfast nook, oh, but, yeah, but we yeah. didn't do the breakfast nook because we were because we don't we can't meet in the mornings because my schedule was insanely erratic. I mean. I could set up to work mornings, but you can't because you work. I work all the time. You work all the time. You work it, but even if we figured out, we anyway, it doesn't matter. Plus, and we couldn't have wine on Wednesdays, I guess. We can't have a wine on Wednesday. It, no. Oh my God, it is Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday. Yeah, we were that's wine because, on Wednesday. That's because I was sleeping all day yesterday because I had to work in the morning. Then when I was going home, I was supposed to do a turn at my job. I had to be cut off and ended up having to drive all the way down to Rockland, all the way back. Oh my god! How far away is Rockland? They they kind of know vaguely, but I was like, so it's, so my trip home, which takes usually thirty minutes, took me an hour and a half. And mind <laughs> you, I'm half asleep because I worked all night. So I'm like, I'm gonna crash my fucking car. Yeah, yeah, you always done that. I was so tired. I was, and and also another bad thing is I had I had my laptop on and I was watching Sideways while driving. You know. It wasn't on my lap, it was on the passenger seat with the seatbelt around it. You, you've also been known to read while driving. Don't bring that up. That only was twice. No. <laughs> no, no, reading novels, that's twice. But I'm not bad to some people. I saw a guy driving through, he was doing a crossword puzzle <laughs> while driving. How the fuck do you do that? I've actually read while I'm driving. No, crossword puzzle. Crossword, no, while driving, travel. crossword puzzle. That's crazy. You know what was really funny? That reminds me of when I was in high school. And we were going to Boston, and I was driving with the only gay kid in my class, and him and a bunch of girls were looking out the window from the van, which is high up, and there was a big fat guy driving in only his underwear, and then he just, the gay guy started screaming, he was like, ah! <laughs> no. No, that's just, that's just, I, I'm picturing this, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> oh god. Was he like, women screaming, or was he mocking screaming? It was somewhere in between, but it was really funny. Oh, that is crazy. That is crazy. Because I was sitting there minding my own business. I was reading a book or something, and all of a sudden, they were looking at the window, pointing and laughing, and then they were like, ah! Ah! <laughs> so he's naked, so what? I mean, if you just more than a beast, it's not that bad. It's not like you're looking at an insane hobo man. You don't um, see the drunk. I don't know. I guess. It was traumatizing. Traumatizing, I could imagine. I mean, it, well, one thing, well, me trying to that fat girl, woman was terrible. I said, yes, draw her. She's not a person. Draw her like a landscape. Oh, good God. She looks terrible. <laughs> right. Draw her like a landscape. Well, exactly how hilly should I make this landscape? Oh, and, she um, was just disgusting. It, is it very grassy? <laughs> no, it wasn't grassy. It was gross because she didn't clean under the butch, I'm gonna call it. Oh my the God. folds that were still nasty shit. It was gross. So what you're saying is that um, they needed to do like some send some trash pickup guys in there. <laughs> He's bad in the, the the drug addict. She was she, who who the only person who did not who wore underwear while doing it. She wore underwear, but she was nasty as anything. Really nasty. What? No, the girl was like. There's a model who was really nasty. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, you could tell she was a drug addict. She was skinny. She had track lines. And she wore 
she wore these thin g-string purple shits that looked like like if you're me model and you're gonna just show it all don't be like i want to hide my this is going really bad, please. Uh, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't is, have brought up the gay guy. This is going to a bad place anyway, because we were supposed to be...